Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Praise the Lord. Let's give Jesus a big clap offering. Father, we are grateful unto you because your word is anointed. Your word will always bless and edify us. We thank you that this morning too, we will not live here the same as we came. In Jesus' name, say a big amen. Amen. Daniel chapter 5, verse 12. We read in verse 12 and verse number 16. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel whom the king named Belteshazzar now let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation verse number 16 and I have heard of thee that thou can make interpretations and dissolve doubts now if thou can read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof thou shalt be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about thy neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom say wow is it powerful already so I'm preaching to you dissolving doubts part one it's our month of faith please take your seat I'd like you to take a particular interest in a phrase there Nebuchadnezzar in this kingdom had issues and all the kings that came after him also had issues most of them they thought were very spiritual but Daniel was on ground Daniel was a child of God in the systems of the world one day the king had a dream and he saw I don't know whether it was a dream or a vision let's say a vision he saw a writing on the wall and he didn't understand so someone told him that there is a guy called Daniel and he's able to do some things so he said for as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel whom the king named Belteshazzar now let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation Straight away, I can't even finish preaching here. That for a proper recommendation to go through, you must have some virtues, some potentials. You must have some competences inside you.
and this scripture is saying that one person can contain so much and among the many things you may contain is an excellent spirit another is knowledge ignorance is a problem another is understanding and of course many things we encounter in our personal lives and in in Ghana and for that matter the continent of Africa is lack of understanding understanding is a major issue interpreting of dreams that when a master is training an apprentice that master is not able to interpret his or her dreams in the scale of the apprentice when we say interpreting of dreams people are thinking the dreams of the night only but really the bible said in genesis that this serpent that has deceived mankind will be defeated by the seed of the woman who has been defeated that means that the the parent of adam the first adam lost and the second adam jesus who was born under law to a woman the seed of this adam is coming to defeat what defeated the parent that means that the parent could interpret their own dreams in the dream of their seed i'm just saying something to you i'm just telling you that one of the reasons why as a pastor i give a lot of people chances and opportunities here is that it is possible for me to find life in you 20 years to come life that my own capacity might not be relevant but I may have to interpret my dreams through a singer. Through some usher here. Through some protocol person here. Interpretation of dreams. So that's why you can't take anybody for granted. Because you find out that you get to a level. Somebody who looks like a trash. Will become a treasure in that position. And you may have to get through that person to go to your next level. We call it interpretation of what? You didn't say it. <laughs> Interpretation of dreams. That's why if I have money, I can help someone pay the school fees. I'm just trying to interpret my dreams. Praise the Lord. It is not about you, it's about me. Yes. And you find out that the ability of Daniel to interpret dreams was going to get him some rewards. And one of the things that was also there was the fact that he was able to show hard sentences. And uh, for today, our theme is the next one. That he had the ability to dissolve doubts. Ability to do what? Dissolve doubt. doubt. Is the preaching powerful already? So, Daniel in the kingdom was called because he had all these things and the king said if these things are in you quickly come and show us an interpretation of what this writing is all about in verse number 16 when he came the king said I have heard of thee that thou can make interpretations and dissolve doubt. Everybody say dissolve doubt. dissolve doubt. 
Now if thou can read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about thy neck and shall be the third in ruler in the kingdom. So here we see that this king had an issue. He called the astrologers. He called the stargazers. He called the magicians. The wise men, the Bible calls them. They were there and they couldn't interpret. And now they called Daniel, who was a child of God in the systems of the world, to come and interpret because the spirit of God was living in him. When the Holy Ghost is in us, we have all the abilities of God at work in us. And this being our month of faith, one of the things God wants us to deal with perpetually is the issue of doubt. And uh, you see Daniel, he's in a system that is not godly. But because he has the spirit of God in him, he's able to deal with things that other people are not able to deal with. And the king said unto him that, since you are able to dissolve doubt, you will have <laughs> a cloth of scarlet, a golden chain, and you will be promoted as a third person um, in rulership in this kingdom. So straight away we know that the ability to dissolve doubt is the reason why people obtain color in life. Somebody say color. In Nigeria they will say color. Yeah, that you have a, a, a rope of scarlet. It's a royal rope. You have a rope of scarlet. That your ability to dissolve doubt. Somebody say dissolving doubts. I can't hear you. Say dissolving doubts. <laughs> and oh boy. Kings can have doubts. And mere men can have doubts. And there are blessings to people who have the ability to dissolve doubts. When they do, they change color in life. That's destiny becomes an interesting one. Number two, they have a golden chain. That means that golden chain represents wealth. So your ability to be wealthy or to prosper in kingdom matters is also dependent on one of these cardinal tools. And that is the ability to dissolve doubts. That is to say that a man of doubt cannot prosper. A man of doubt cannot have a colorful destiny. A man who lacks the ability to dissolve doubts cannot become a ruler. A ruler in your workplace, in your neighborhood, in your family. You'll be ruled over rather than ruling because you lack the ability to dissolve doubt. Put your hand on your head. Say, Father, I receive the ability of the Holy Spirit to dissolve doubts. So the, the very wording of the phrase dissolving doubt means that doubt can be mountainous. Doubt can be humongous. Doubt can be an establishment that is there. It could be in writing. It could be something inside your system 
working you out and making sure that you are stuck or destiny your destiny is not colorful you never move into the realm of prosperity and you never become any powerful any great person in life some people have got doubt recently i was dealing with a couple who have, who have been believing god for something and the lady needs to do a small surgery and she's afraid that she will die for many years she's been afraid that she was going to die so she has not done it just for her for her doubt to be dissolved and when she went to the facility they said that oh you don't even need the surgery we can give you something small and it will take away that particular thing the question i'm asking is over 10 years let's say one and a half decades of a particular journey this particular thing the step was not taken because of doubt and for one and a half decades or so because of doubt this simple step has limited this couple from achieving something and when the doubts were dissolved and the lady took the step not knowing that whatever she was afraid of was not even potent enough to undergo a surgery and to add 15 years to a woman's age. And let's assume that woman wanted to go into the military or wanted to even have a child. 20 plus 15, is it not 35? Are the chances not better when you are 20 than you are 35? But because of doubts, doubt, doubt limited her from making the move. So one of the things that we need to deal with in the month of faith is dissolving what? Doubt. And I like the way the Bible uses the word dissolving that. That thing must be dissolved. That means that we cannot cast it out by the normal come out deliverance. It has to melt away. I'm preaching. And some people think I'm not preaching. What do you think I came here to do? I'm saying that for some of us, the doubt is like a cube of salt inside you. <laughs> and it has to be what dissolved and we will learn that you will learn how to dissolve it and if you don't dissolve it on a case look the king said your life cannot be colorful you cannot have a golden necklace and then you cannot be promoted into kingdom leadership so here daniel was among the few people who could dissolve the doubt that means that it is the heritage of children of god to be able to dissolve doubt because of Christ Jesus. That being born again, you and I having Christ in us, we have the redemptive abilities to deal with doubt, to dissolve doubt, to get it out of our system. And um, doubt is important to deal with because <laughs> in Deuteronomy chapter 20, remember that it's your heritage to deal with doubt. I'm staying here in my introductory statement because it's very important for you to know that in Christ, you have the ability to deal with doubt. And we are going to deal with it. Why should we deal with it? Because if you don't deal with it, at least these three things are going to bore us. It's a Greek word. That you are going to be deprived of these three things. I had a lady here there was an opportunity for her to head a particular international 
organization, a subsidiary of that. And I recommended to the, that time, the deputy country director, that, oh, this lady can do it. And then the country, the country, the deputy country director called this our church member and spoke to her. And she was employing, not a white man, she was employing. When he spoke to this, my church member, she said, ah, but how can I be the head of this whole thing? I said, hey. The lady was trying to convince this, my church member lady, that, oh, I am even there. I will help you to do this thing. He said, hey. How can I? So, me, so they gave it to someone else. It's paid in dollars. So when the matter came back, I asked the lady that. In fact, I showed the picture of the lady who was employed. And to this my member, and I asked her, does she have three breasts? She said, no. Hey, hey, hey. It's early morning. I hate any hypocrisy here. <laughs> don't, bring, don't bring anything here. I'm, I ask her, does she have two heads, four eyes, ten ears? He said, no. I said, there's something wrong with your head. There is something. That, there are people who have doubts in their head for the journey ahead of them. And that is the reason why no matter how much prayer you pray for them, they are going nowhere. But by the time we are done with this service, every doubt will be cast out of your system. Amen. That amen is not born again at all. Yeah. At least tithe would have increased. Yes. At least. Yes. At least the family income would have increased. Yes. She said, hey, how can I? How can I? Doubt. People have got doubt. Just doubt. (laughs) Doubt is enough for you to stay where you are. And never make a move. And never make any progress in life. But every doubt is being dissolved in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord. At least the Bible says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So one of the things that when the strength of God comes upon us, makes us to be able to do, is to be able to overcome doubt. Is to be able to dissolve our doubts so that we can function at the level God wants us to function. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 65 to 67, look at what the Bible said. The Bible said, And among these nations shall thou find no no ease, neither shall the sole of thy foot have rest. But the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart, and failing of eyes, and sorrow of mind. Say it's not my portion. That's God talking to his own people who are not obedient, who doesn't follow, who do not follow particular instruction. In 66 he says, and thy life shall hang in doubt before thee. And thou shalt fear day and night, and shall have none assurance of thy life. 
He said, in the morning, thou shalt say, would God, would God it were even? <laughs> and at even thou shalt say, would God it were morning? For the fear of thine heart, wherewith thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thine eyes, which thou shalt see. So, doubt has a way of making your life to hang in a balance. And when it is like that, it produces hopelessness for your life. Doubt produces hopeless living. I, I, I'm preaching. I'm, I'm already feeling the preaching in my, in my heart. So in, in that sense, the Bible said that you will see that you shall be afraid of day and night. You see that seasons of blessings are coming and you are afraid. You wish they were not there. The morning comes and you wish it was evening. The evening comes and you wish it was the morning. Why? Because of the things that you are afraid of. Your heart will be trembling. Your eyes will be failing. Your mind will be sorrowful. And he says in verse 20, 66, 67, he said, In the morning you will be wishing all these things because of the sight you are beholding. So here we see that hopelessness makes somebody hang in a balance. Doubt makes somebody become hopeless. And that hopelessness will make you neither here nor there. Should I approach the lady to propose? You, you see a long hair. That hair. The, you see the sight of what you see can scare you. Meanwhile, you, know, you are the prayer topic of that lady. There are some people here, they see a job published. And they just look. All they have is like two or three of whatever they are requiring there. They say that it's not my portion. There are other people who are more qualified. They, just the sight of it. You know, it, something small, when you have doubt, something small can look like a giant. When the spies were sent to go and spy the land, they saw the giant there. They magnified the giant. They said, we, you see, doubt has a way of making you diminish. He said, we were in our own eyes like grasshoppers. Not the giant saying, you grasshoppers, come here. No. They in their own eyes were looking, they shrank and made the giant bigger than they were. They said, these people eat, eat people. So, you, you see that your life will be hanging in a balance. Can I, can I ever have children? The doctors have told you whatever they have told you based on whatever their dealings with you. But the believer has the capacity in Christ to dissolve doubts. Because whatever they are telling you is going to create doubt in your system. That you do not have the ability to have so so and so, to do so so and so, and to become so so and so. But in Christ, you need to understand what the medics are saying. That is on the, on the one hand. And then shift to your covenant position. And look at what your covenant is also what? Saying. And when you come into Christ, you will find out that the Lord does not want you to be caught in two minds. 
Because the double-minded person must not think, must not expect any good thing from the Lord. And it is doubt that will make you here and there. I don't know. Are you sure you are here? Now, if I were the devil, by the many things you see, that's what the, 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 the scripture said here. He says that your doubt is coming by the many things you are hearing and by the many things you are seeing. It's just creating the doubt for your life to be hanging in the balance. I don't know anyone whose life has been hanging in a balance and became progressive. You are tentatively tentative forever. You are tentative. <laughs> you will be prospecting forever. Yes. You are likely to be, um, you are likely to procrastinate forever. You will always be thinking and you even tell yourself you are a deep thinker. Meanwhile, no, you are a warrior. Not a warrior. Don't, don't deceive yourself. You are a warrior. Somebody who worries and gets paralyzed. There's something called paralysis of analysis. When you are in that realm of doubt, you hang in the balance. Can I ever have children? Many surgeries. The gynae said, the professor said, oh yeah. <laughs> Can I? People are breaking. Look. Uh, let me say something. Say some things. Things are happening here. Are you here? Yes, things are. Tell somebody you are too 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 cool on pasta. It's like the message is for you, Mpo. <laughs> Doubt can make you see a full container empty. Doubt doubt affects your hearing and your sight. That's what the scripture said. And at the end of the day, what the doubt is going to do is that it's going to take hope away from you. Somebody say hope. I can't hear you. Say hope. One more time. Say hope. Come on now. Say hope. One more time. Say hope. <laughs> Recently, there's a lady that they have killed all the family members. She's the only one left. She, before the funeral a week or so ago, they said she should come and do some ritual. The mother didn't do that's why father died, brother died, mother died, sister has died, all of them within 18 months or so. She's the only one left. I sat with her here from the family meeting. I sat with her here. I said, You are going nowhere. All the people telling you to come, go and tell them. I said, They are foolish people. You are not dying. She said, Pastor, you have audacity. I said, I know these people now. They are useless now. Yeah, I said, even the funeral of your sister, if they do, you won't go. Did you kill your sister? Is it by force? Don't, is it not possible that somebody will be in America, the sibling will die and they didn't come? You can be in Accra, America. They now gave her, as I was talking to her, it was Wednesday, they gave her a Friday ultimatum. All these old women and old men, if you don't come, you are dead. I said, you are going nowhere. She didn't go. She has not died. Yeah. It's a joke. <laughs> Doubt. Doubt is the reason why you go and put your free neck into a shackle of bondage. Because the doubt is telling you that as a Christian, maybe if you don't go, you are going to die like your mother. We have spent time to deliver you here. You are going to shrine. Are you mad? 
He said, Pastor, when you talk, I said, let them come here. In fact, you even go to police station and give them restraining order, including the family head and the fetish priest in the shrine who has not brushed the teeth. Is it by force? Don't let anybody intimidate you. You see, you are hearing things, you are seeing things. Even if you have a sickness in your body, tell yourself, I'm not dying. I'm not what? When you doubt, weak things become powerful. You see that? Weaklings have become very powerful. All of a sudden, you hear the footsteps of Kwekwanansi. He looks like Goliath. He's coming, oh. He's coming, oh. He's coming, oh. He's coming. Hey, tell somebody, keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. (laughs) Oh boy, keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. I promise somebody that today I will close early. So, hey, hey, God, help me to keep my promise. You are the promise keeper. Light in the darkness. I receive light in Jesus' name. Hey! <laughs> Say doubt, out, out, out. <laughs> in the month of faith, you have to understand that Nothing accumulates positively around you when doubt is on ground in your life. So you and I, the doubt would take hope away from us. And that is why somebody is there in the night, he's waiting for the morning. In the morning, good seasons are coming, they are not utilizing the season. It just makes you, it produces hopeless living. And the reason why this point is important is Hebrews 11.1. 1. Because it's a month of faith. Because in Hebrews 11, 1, he said, Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So in this scripture, we see that hope is a key component of the faith mechanism. It's a key component of the faith machine or machinery. Faith is a key component of the vehicle of faith. Hope, actually, is a key component of the vehicle of faith that runs our destinies. Because the Bible said, faith is the substance of the things, first of all, you hope for. That means that the substance of faith leaves the radar of the believer when hope is attacked. The substance of things you are hoping for. That you need hope to encounter that substance that faith can bring you. So when hope dies, you see that faith will be struggling to operate. Is God talking to somebody here? Because hope is a major component. It's like you cannot do soup without water. So without soup, Whatever you are putting together, can, without water, whatever you are putting, can, come on, come on, live. <laughs> without water, whatever you are putting together cannot be termed as what? Soup. And hope is a major component of that mechanism called faith. That is to say that there are a few things I wrote here. My, father, my pastor used to say that hope is the mother of faith. Yes, and I will explain to you. So you will see that the substance of faith leaves the radar of the believer 
or the reach of the believer when hope is absent, when hope is under attack. That's why in Romans 4, verse 18 to 21, the Bible makes us understand that the functionality of faith is not complete when hope starts to shrink or dwindle in the equation. Faith cannot function well when your hope starts dying. When your hope in life starts going down. And the thing that will make you hang in the balance and lose that hope is called doubt. So when doubt is on ground, it's directly attacking your faith because it will take away your hope. In Romans chapter 4 verse 18, he's talking about Abraham. He said, who against hope believed in hope? That he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. Next verse please. You have to push for me. And be not weak in faith. Have you seen that? They are talking about he against hope. That's He is 99. He is 75. 99. 100. He has not given birth. Against hope he believed. Is hope against hope. And the reason why the Bible says that and he was not weak in faith was because he was hoping against hope. That's he ensured that no matter what was going on around him, his hope was still intact. I, I don't know if God is talking to somebody here. That is why his faith was not weak. That means that when your hope is affected, your faith cannot function well. And that is why, even in marriage counseling, I am there, I'm sitting at the table, when the lady loses hope to continue the marriage, no matter the counsel you are giving to that person, you say, this counsel is wonderful, but it came late. There is no room for reconciliation, because the person is hopeless when it comes to continuing the marriage. So no matter the intervention you are giving, it's like somebody on the sick bed who, who has given up. If he is gone, forget it. You will put whatever there by the time you come. Person is already a dead body. Because when hope dies, intervention suffers. And that's how faith struggles. To, I mean, let's read this scripture because I'm just saying, tell somebody, keep hope alive. And the way to do is to cast out doubt. But when doubt is on ground, you lose the hope of prospering. The hope of marrying. The hope of living again. I don't want to be using grammar in preaching. Preaching grammar, grammar, grammar. Look, face this thing straight. Hope against hope. The Bible said in 19, the Bible said that, and he was strong and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. <laughs> when he was about 100 years old. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Have you seen that? Everything he's seen there is not correct. Everything is, is against hope. The deadness of the womb is against the hope of giving birth. The deadness of his body is against the hope of what? Giving birth. But he hoped against that hope. And that's why the Bible says that he was not weak in faith. He was not what? So how do you become weak in faith when you start losing hope? Your faith starts over The note I have there is beautiful. It's beautiful, but let's look at the scripture here. 20. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. 
but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So people who continue to build muscle in faith are people who don't lose hope because they don't follow doubt. They ensure they dissolve their doubt. Whatever is confronting you, you see that the womb is not correct. The body is not correct. But you can still keep hope alive because there is a God who has promised you. Praise the Lord. I can't hear you. Praise the Lord. Say there is a God who has promised me. And because of that, I cannot allow my hope to be attacked. One more time, one more time. Say I cannot allow my hope to be attacked because there is a God who has promised me. Praise the Lord. That's why the faith will be attacked when hope is affected. When hope is questioned in Hebrews 11, faith may struggle to provide the right answers. Yes. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. When your hope is questioned, your faith may not have the right answers. Because the answer faith gives must come through the channel of hope. So, <laughs> I, I, was, I was solving a question in a group somewhere. And I didn't get it particularly right. And that half wrong, half right, was the right for the rest of the group people. That's how all of us didn't get it right. And the lecturer asked me, I was surprised you didn't get it right. And none got it right in the class. I said it was a group work we did. I brought a solution. I, I didn't get it right. So how could they? <laughs> For faith to give an answer, hope must produce something. So when, when hope is struggling to solve that puzzle... You see that faith will be struggling to provide the right answers. Hey. That's why doubt is dangerous. Sometimes you can see the faces of big people. And you begin to doubt who God has made you. (laughs) And what is inside you. I have trained myself that. The stronger the face is, the more joy I have. The more what? Joy. One pastor asked me, he said, you are bored when you are preaching. He saw me go and preach in some wild place. He said, he said, if it was him, he would just shift from the preacher because he's very good with seeing visions. And he just, five minutes now, he just, mommy, sorry, 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 sorry. I said, the end of Mecca. He said, oh, me, Bono, the pastor's important and the bishop's important. I didn't even see them. Yeah, I just came to preach a simple message. And I was happy to just preach to whoever would be blessed by the truth of God's word. Why will I fumble before a human being? Why did they give me breath? No, 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 no. Some people just see people and they, they just die. They just die. You see that? You can't even articulate. You, you can't say what you have to say. Hey, look at somebody say, Hey. Stop doubting. Stop doubting. Keep hope alive. Hey. 
I saw one sister here singing here some time ago. She was dying before the microphone. I said, Kai, come alive, sister. He's just singing. You are singing. What? I don't want to go there. Or it's just by my left hand side. God have mercy. Praise the Lord. Is somebody getting blessed this morning? Tell somebody, cast doubt out of your life. I'm trying to make it a family service, not a typical preaching. Cast it out. Why must you cast doubt out of your life? Matthew chapter 14 verse 31. Matthew 14 31. It says that, and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith. And who is that person of little faith? Wherefore did thou doubt? So here we see Jesus addressing Peter who was trying to walk on the water. He started walking as Jesus was walking and now he started looking. I've told you about what you hear, what you see. The waves coming and he started sinking. In fact, the Bible actually makes us feel like he really didn't see. He started having a sinking feeling. It is a feeling of sinking. But he was not really sinking. When he saw the waves, have you do, done a canopy walk before? Yeah, that kind of feeling. You feel like today, you are going to enter. Yeah, that is called sinking feeling. Yes. It's not necessarily a sinking, but it's a feeling that you are sinking. Like some people are not able to sleep because they are afraid that that business is going to collapse. Yeah, they are afraid that that pregnancy is going to be miscarried. I'm, I'm preaching here. As I'm told, I've told you that just when I'm preaching, it will look like I'm not preaching. Because somebody is sitting here thinking that by tomorrow, no, a letter of sack will come to her or him. It's just a sinking feeling. And those people can just be shouting anyhow. Jesus said to Peter, you of little faith, why did you doubt? So here we understand that doubt means little faith. Yes. And doubt makes great faith shrink to littleness. Peter had a great faith to step out. Then doubt entered. Then he went back into littleness of that great faith. Because of doubt. A man of doubt would take one bold step of progress. And the doubt can make them go backwards ten times. When nothing has really happened. When the Savior is right before them. The business is right before them. They are already looking at. Uh, I, it, the devil is a bastard. It, the doubt is the reason why people are still little. Yes. You doubt that. You doubt that when you go for that business. You won't get because it's whom you know. Who told you? It, it, it's whom you know. It's a lie. Yes, people, people, people get for knowing what, who they know and all of that, but people also get for knowing nobody because they know God. And if you know God, you get something. Is God talking to somebody here at all? <laughs> Doubt is the reason why some people are not entering some places. Some people are afraid to enter embassy. 
I'm telling you, embassy that will give them visa with just small visa fee everyone pays. They would rather pay $10,000 to one connection man be who is just fixing date. He has not spoken to anybody. It's a lie. He's just fixing date. Hooray, I made you get it. It's doubt. It's just doubt. Doubt. Hey. God is delivering somebody here. The deliverance is happening right now. You, you must listen to me. The Bible says God will give you double for your trouble. You must believe in the word of God that when you have suffered so much. Look at Psalm 90. I mean, just diverting here and there. Psalm 90 verse 15. Look at what the Bible said. Psalm 90 verse 15. Don't be tired about the word of God. God, we have not even started this morning. He said, make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us. And the years wherein we have seen evil. Make us glad that the afflictions we have gone through, there must be compensation. The delay you have gone through, there must be compensation. That's why for some of you, when you get pregnant, it will not be one child. Yes. Yeah. There's a man here, he's not really done any meaningful job. He's past 40. Then we started praying, praying, praying recently. And then God just gave a prophetic word that so, so, and so, blah, 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 blah. Just about two weeks ago. He's gotten a job. And the job is paying in dollars. Big money. I saw the daily rate. And I'm just saying that this is what God can do. <laughs> For all the 10, 12 years or so that he's not worked meaningfully. God is just using one year to pay him back. Is God talking to some? Are you sure you are here? Meanwhile... It is not a job that he particularly will say he qualifies for. But we have to remove the doubt. Say, oh yeah, enter there. Enter there. And by the way, somewhere, somehow, they wanted one person. But they ended up employing the two of them. I'm telling you. <laughs> are you sure you are here? Is God talking to somebody here? I'm saying that doubt is the reason why somebody God has made great will be operating in littleness. Oh, you of little faith. Why did you doubt that you can become a millionaire? Why did you doubt that you can become that powerful person? Why did you doubt that you can become an employer? Why did you doubt? Why? That you will become a wife. What the tarinko because your doubt is saying that you know no man can tea to to and pay your bride price. What the say? Lizard. Because of your doubt, you have become an attache. It's a serious matter. Tell somebody, dissolve the doubt. Dissolve it. Dissolve it. Am I taking my time? Every one of us, no matter who you are, there are dimensions when you are entering. 
Doubt will be one of the options. <laughs> That's why we need to build a capacity to dissolve it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Build it. For where? Sometimes I'll be trying to remind myself of a, a scripture that I know. My brain wants to tell me that now, no. Something that I know, I don't know again. I said, for where? Now me memorize the scripture. You can't take it out of my head without my permission. What kind of criminality is that? Come back, bring box. That's how the scripture will come. I'm here. Satan will make you doubt yourself. You will even be second guessing yourself. Yes. Am I done? I mean, David was able to sell doubt to Goliath by the way he moved. Goliath said, hey, hey, am I a dog? The, the giant reduced himself to a dog because he was giving doubt. When you swallow the virus of doubt, you now become little than the greatness God has originally given you. He said, walk on water. The guy started walking. Then doubt entered. He started sinking. Jesus said, the doubt now made you have little faith. Tell somebody, the littleness is a symptom of your doubt. Now tell somebody that how little your life is no. Add a no to it. It's a sign that there is some doubt to be there for greatness. So kill that doubt today. Is it powerful already? Yes. Hey. Wow. I have promised somebody. Boy, oh boy. Look, let me just cut this matter. Oh. How would I end this message like this? It's not proper to end the message like that. I promise you, but I, I, I can't follow the promise at this point in time. At this point in time, I have to end the message well. <laughs> Please consider with me Luke chapter 12 verse 29. There is something called a doubtful mind. A doubtful mind. Luke 12, 29. He said, And seek not ye what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. And the doubtful mind is worried about what he or she will eat, what he or she will drink, what he or she will put on as a dress. Those things have already been provided by God. And But the doubtful mind is a mind that contemplates God's ability to provide. What you eat, what you drink, what you wear has already been provided by the power of God, by the ability of God. But the doubtful mind is still worried that how am I going to get this? How am I going to get God to give me this? 
So you see that when a person has a doubtful mind, it goes straight into the ability of God to perform something in their lives. Even when the performance is, is, is visibly there, the doubt will not allow them to connect and collect what has been provided for. So a doubtful mind blocks you. When the Bible says that do not limit God, he's talking about a doubtful mind. Because the abilities of God are unquestionable. It is your inability to receive from what God's ability can deliver. That makes you limit the power of God. Are you, are you here at all? Sarah had that problem. When God visited in angels. And he said that a year by this time. You are going to receive a visitation of children. According to the promise that the Lord has spoken. She went and laughed in the tent. And told him. This one that I am dry. Are we talking about children again? Are we talking about. She was limited. God has sent angels to bring children. She, with her doubt, was limiting her ability to receive from God. Please, remember that God never changes. His power never changes. It's still there. It's still flowing. It's still what? And doubt will block you from having a container to receive. I'm just showing you something. (laughs) Showing you something that I'm saying that God will be giving demons knockout. And your doubt will tell you that that demon is, is defeating you. Because you are not able to go over your doubt to tap into the power of God. To receive your blessing. Are we clear? Doubt does not affect God. Doubt affects your ability to tap into the power of God. That is why faith is a performer. Luke one forty-five. To she that believeth, there shall be a performer. When you believe, you now have the ability to receive. When you doubt, you rob yourself of the ability to receive. But God, there He will be giving. He is always doing. He is always giving. He is always blessing. I don't know if God is telling somebody here. That means that without doubt, you can receive as much as you want. The Bible says God will not withhold anything good from the what? The righteous. He is always giving us our daily bread. The reason why the bread has been given and you don't have is that you doubt that the manna fell. And you never went to the field to collect. But the manna has been there. And it will be there until it, it begins to gather maggots. But your doubt, doubt makes you see a dry field when it's a field of fruit. He said the bed is receiving their own. The flower is receiving their beautification. Why are you doubting and you are worried about what birds are receiving? Flowers are receiving and they don't need to do anything. Because they don't have doubt. They are just enjoying You have doubt and you are limiting yourself from receiving Kai. Look at somebody say Kai, 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 Kai. What is wrong with us? Then somebody enter and receive it. See somebody collect the babies. They tell you your eggs are short. 
Collect the babies. What are you talking? They tell you you are low sperm count. Collect the babies. That's what collect the babies. It's a very bad example I'm going to give. But just listen to it very carefully. Recently, I was counseling a young lady who has an, who used to have an ex-boyfriend. And the ex is married without a child for many years, lives in another country. The ex has closed her mind. The wife has closed her mind. There's nothing wrong with the woman. Everything wrong with the man. So this lady that I know, the guy came to Ghana, and the lady made a mistake, and some way, somehow, they went to meet. <laughs> but I preached with me, Mpo. This same man, who has been certified never to be able to give birth, one meeting with this lady. And the lady told me, in her sinful mind, she said that, Daddy, but he says that the thing that gave me confidence not to protect myself was that I know that this guy has been certified. <laughs> See, I was shocked that I became pregnant. Even when the doctor said I'm pregnant, I was challenging the doctor. Almost, I said it's a bad example, but just listen to this thing. So that a bad story is a good example. This guy who can never impregnate a lady has come to shoot a daughter of mine down. Charlie, anything is possible, oh. I'm just telling you something here right now. That you are in a legitimate marriage. They have told you that low sperm count. You can't give birth. Sha, sha, da, 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 da. I'm just telling you that God forbid if you backslide that right down and enter somewhere, you might be in trouble. Let that trouble of fruitfulness enter your own marriage in Jesus' name. That's why you don't have to give up. That's why you need to have hope. Do you understand? Because God can change the dynamics anytime. Anyhow, no, if you don't doubt, the power will come. If you don't doubt, what will come? Power. Because there are seasons of power. Seasons of power. Yes. Sometimes you see that somebody is in court unfruitful. Then the person will be pregnant and will not even know. Yesterday I was talking to a lady. She, she has a child like this. And mommy prayed for the lady this January. We went somewhere and he said that you are going to be pregnant. Smooth, sir. She is pregnant for five weeks and she's not away. And based on the experience of the first child, by the first two weeks now, she must become a medical concern. Everywhere, bed rest, everywhere, trouble, throwing up, blah, blah. She's walking like a crane. Crane. I'm telling you. She thought she had malaria. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And then they just said, let's do pregnancy. They say, leave this thing. It's early year now. They've had five weeks. 
ti fri a fini munsa akase church i quoted this scripture because i wanted to tell you how to deal with the doubt number 1 make sure you saturate your head because there's a doubtful mind saturate your mind with the word of god with what how does faith come romans 10:17 faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god no radio no politics hearing by the word of god hear listen to the word of god go on the podcast this message listen to it 10 times how many times 10 Until you do one message 10 times you will not understand the remit of the message. It's not possible. It's not possible. Any time you listen to the message you realize that there is so much more that you are not listening to. Listen until this enters you many messages on the podcast and there are people in this church who have never visited the podcast before. They don't even know that there's a podcast. Yes because it's not part of your mind to listen to message. Sometimes you ask a pastor, how is it that you are bold? How is it that your faith is strong? How is it that you are strong? You can't be strong by just being born strong. Something must make you strong. And one of the things that will make your faith strong is the word of God. Is what? It's no prayer. Is what? The first thing is what? meditating on the word of god so that your prayer will be by revelation when there is a light you can have flight paul said i went up by revelation so people are grounded because there's no revelation and that's why doubt because the word of god would dissolve mysteries would dissolve. when daniel went to pray god spoke to daniel word of god hearing the word all the doubts were dissolved Praise the Lord. Is God talking to someone here? Yeah. Straight. Then open yourself up to testimonies that will pump your faith. That will what? Pump your faith. The Bible said in Ecclesiastes 9:4, A living dog is better than a dead lion. Ecclesiastes 9:4. Watch it. Barak was a fault to him. That is joined to all the living. There is hope for a living dog is better than what? Just listen to testimonies. When some people have some condition, they will google every negativity about the matter. Okay, how do people die when they have fibroid? How do people die when they have cysts? How do people die when they find lump? How, how do they die? How long do they live? How do they, as you are feasting on that thing, you are getting closer to the six feet. But you rather look at successful stories. How do you overturn this kind of matter? Success stories here. Praise the Lord. Job chapter 14 verse number 7. Job 14:7. Look at the scripture. Beautiful scripture. He said, "For there is hope of a tree if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branch thereof will not cease." Why? Next verse. Though the root thereof wax old in the earth and the stalk thereof die in the ground 
Yet through the scent of water, it will bud and bring forth bowls like a plant. Through the scent of water, not even the water reaching there, the smell of water. Keke. I don't know whether it's a hydrogen that the, the person will be smelling or the oxygen. But th- through the smell of what that says, when the clouds say and the rain has not fallen, the thing is beginning to come alive. That is to say that when your neighbor gives birth, it tells you that babies are in the neighborhood. And, and sometimes the delivery boy will deliver letter to room number five. Before it, it tells you that letters in this line, they are going to be shared. So room number five has gotten their letter. Omo number seven. Get ready for your own letter as well. Because the delivery boy is in the hood. It's God talking to somebody now. That's why you must be connected to people who have testimonies. You have to be in an atmosphere of testimonies. You are you is God talking to somebody at all? You will marry, you will not die. That sickness is not killing you. Clear that doubt and move on with your life. Who said you'll be riding bicycle all your life? Who be chica papa be my road in the crab salute? You are going to have children, you are going to live a great life, you are not dying, and that incurable sickness you have, one day you will enter the hospital and that thing will not be there again. Hey, 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 hey. Shut I tell you a testimony for free. Our first music director is in India now. Sonia's husband, Dr. Ives, um, brother-in-law. He used to have HIV inside his blood. The thing almost killed him. All the symptoms, all the sores in his mouth, everywhere. For many years, he wanted to die. One day, I was traveling to Nigeria to go and preach. And then I passed by the bank. And then he approached me. He had been fasting. When I saw him, I said, I've seen you in a vision. You think you are going to die. First time of talking to him because of HIV, you are not dying. Forget it. When I come from Nigeria, make up your mind that you are going to live. The guy was very philosophical. I came back from Nigeria. I called him to my house. I said, I'm telling you, you are not going to die. The HIV will jump out of your body. When we started this church on the 16th of August, a week before 16th of August, is not a week before they got married? No, after that prayer, the HIV that has been there for years jumped out of his body. Yeah. Let me tell you something if God doesn't kill you, nothing will kill you. Tell somebody that, let the, let the doubt jump out of your head. You have HIV, so what? Just don't spread it to another person. But that thing will jump out one day in Jesus' name. Because the same power that heals a headache is can, it can also cure you of that HIV. Don't doubt. Don't be doubting that you have long life. Why are you going to die? You won't die. You are not die. Hey, look at somebody say you are not going anywhere. You are only going to prosper. The hand of the Lord is already upon you. And one day, one day, if you don't doubt and continue to believe, you will see the hand of God at work in your life. Can you give the Lord a clap offering and misbehave here right now? I said misbehave because of faith. Hey! 
somebody is going to marry <laughs> and you have nice children pa wow what a joy <laughs> tell somebody my doubt jumped out too just jumped out just jumped out just get out there and go and do whatever you have to do go like somebody who doesn't think again yes you just pray father thank you that today you have caused all the lines to fall onto me in pleasant places yeah I have a goodly reward oh yeah I step out are you here at all (laughs) you step out when Esther's doubt left her she said I will enter without following the protocol if I die I die if I perish I perish when you have God you must get to that realm where you know that even when there is a protocol there is a God who can suspend the protocol Doubt has kept you down. The devil will be showing you cobwebs to let you know that the village people have come. Pastor, Pastor, see, 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 see. The cobweb arrested me again, no? The cobweb, you see, you see that you'll be calling somebody who must give you money and the person is not picking. You see the pastor, the cycle, the cycle, the cycle, the cycle. It's always like that. It's always like that. Oh, when will it go? When will it hey, come? You are calling, it's not going. So, this guy, he will respond to me in Jesus' name. You carry a different anointing. Are you here at all? Whatever you doubt is very difficult for the thing to come to you. Very difficult. But if you believe, it is difficult for the thing to hold itself wherever it is. It must start coming in your direction. I believe that our church is going to be one of the talked about churches for kingdom business. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.kpshousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.